Hey, Hi, Victor. And the people that are hanging out with me today in the room, I got the crew. We're here. It's us. We are here. It's another episode of your favorite pod and my favorite pod, Finding My Fit at 40. Uh, we just want to first off say thank you guys so much for hanging out with us again today. Um, we have a topic that's going to be... Controversial? Yeah, yeah, a little bit today. It's so weird. We are never at all controversial. Well, we aren't. You usually are. Oh, we, yeah. We're <laughs> usually pretty good about it, but, uh, you know, we'll do what we got to do today. So, again, thank you guys for coming and spending some time listening to us today on the pod. Uh, we hope you guys have uh, gotten some good information out of us so far. And today we're going to talk about something... That isn't necessarily great information, but it's a controversial topic for the fitness world, I would say. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The dieting world, both of those things. Both of those things. So we talk about all the time about getting into a place of where you're happy with your weight. Uh, and for those of you who have listened from the beginning, you know that I went on a journey last year and lost uh, over 50 pounds. And that was a choice that I made. Because I wanted to feel better. But there is this movement that you may have heard of. Did you guys ever hear of this thing called, uh, what is it, health at every size? Happ- like happiness health. at, health health at, at every, every size. Beauty like at every size. Beauty at every size, I think. Something like, something like that. Which I actually yeah. haven't heard it as much lately now that I, I yeah. think about it. Which yeah. I, I hope is a sign that that's sort of phasing out to a certain extent. I, At least I've, I've just heard had not somebody comment that. to me about it a little bit because I was obviously I talk about this stuff all the time now. Obviously, yeah, yeah obviously <laughs> because I am so jacked now. I'm not jacked at all. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> at all. Preface. Um, but, We're all jacked on the inside. Yes, on the inside. Yeah. So, um, but actually, I I have been listening a lot lately to the Pat McAfee show. I'm not sure if any if you guys are even familiar with who Pat McAfee was. He was a I listen to a lot of sports yeah, podcasts. It's always, sports it's always every time sports. when he's Such like, I don't know if you person. know this person. That's yeah. why I say that because I know you guys aren't real sports people. Who should guess? Sports oh yeah, person. we're just fake sports people. We're fake sports people. There's fake sports. Well, if there's real sports people, then there's fake sports people. So what fake sport are you into, Mike? Oh, uh, uh, light, lightsaber fighting. <laughs> lightsaber <laughs> fighting. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm into yeah. that. Quidditch too is a, is a fascinating one. That I knew you guys one. would know what Quidditch is. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. for sure. <laughs> I could talk about NFL football. No idea, but Quidditch, you got it. You're just a muggle, man. <laughs> you are such a, also lightning catching. Ooh, wow. Right. Yeah. Uh, wind digestion. That's a good sport. <laughs> wind digestion. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fascinating. Uh, I I just love the way your mind works sometimes. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're gonna get into this beauty. And besides, I was saying I was listening to the Pat McAfee show, and they talk about all the time about guys being real athletes, men and women being athletes, and just about all of them being swollen and all this kind of deal. And uh, one of the things that they were talking about uh, sparked a memory for me of I had spoken with somebody about it, and they were talking about the idea of 
well, what about being happy with where you are Mm -hmm. and not having to be that super fit person? And we talk about all the time on here about getting after your goals, getting what you want. But how do I set what my goal is? How do I find out what I want to look like, where I want to be, the things that I want to accomplish? Am I not supposed to be happy with where I'm at? What if I am fat and happy? Is that okay? Is that not okay? Those are the things that I kind of want to go into today. Um, apparently, I found out before the pod that there's numbers for all of this stuff. Oh, there's numbers for everything. There's numbers for everything. Right. And Mike's going to share some of those numbers, I think, as we go. But Chrissy, how did you decide where you wanted to be? Um, I think this is something that people who get into like weightlifting and bodybuilding and stuff struggle with because... I feel like it's hard for people to get to a place where they're genuinely happy with where they are. They're like always chasing that next goal. I think that's a different category. Like I, I agree with you. I mean, but yeah. that's like the same thing with any, I, I would consider them elites, mm-hmm. any elite at anything you're doing, whether it's in business, whether it's in a sport, whether it's in anything. Yeah. You're always chasing that next thing. You're just never happy where you are. Cause you're always chasing it. The chase is what makes you happy. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. You can, but that chase can also make you unhappy if you're Absolutely. simply hopping on, on at, a chase. Absolutely, that's what I was going to get at, that mentality can kind of be unhealthy in itself. Yeah. So trying to figure out, like, where you want to be and where you, you're you happy, I mean, obviously, this is all going to be very personal opinion for everybody, but... It, it, it has to be as it, well. Yeah, it has to be. I think, really, for me, the main goal was to feel good, You know, feel like I can move, I can do the things that I want to do, that I'm not, you know, out of breath doing day-to-day things, um, and and generally feeling strong, you know, feeling like I can do the things that I need to do. And really, for me, my longest-term goal is to maintain this so that when I'm old, I don't have a lot of the struggles that we generally see with people who are elderly and, like, maybe did not stay active. Yeah. So it's less about... The physical, I mean, there is, that's, um, that's absolutely part of my mentality, right? It's like the physical appearance of my body because like, there's just no way you're lying to yourself if you're saying that doesn't matter. I mean, maybe for some people it doesn't, but like for me, it really does. Um, But, and I think for a while I had that mentality was like, I want to be shredded. I want to have abs, but it's just not realistic. And like the level that I would have to put into that would be probably make me more unhappy. It would affect the quality of your life specifically. yeah. Yeah. So... I have a couple questions off that. One sure. of the things that you uh, had just said about, um, sorry guys, I'm like really tired today. I had a long day yesterday, so I'm like out of it today. But one of the things that I wanted to touch on with what you were saying was, um, and I just lost what I said because I said that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a day, guys. It's a day today. And then there was computer problems before we started, so my brain's a little fried from working on our computer. Mm. My computer here, hundred so, percent transparency. I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we're not perfect people. No, that's the idea. That's that's the whole idea. Is we're here, real people giving real <laughs> talks about where we were and what we did. Absolutely. So one of the things I wanted to ask you, just clicked again, okay. was <laughs> what did you have a catalyst moment, a aha moment that led you into making a change? I know it's you've been doing it for a long yeah, time, yeah. so I don't know if you remember back, but do you, do you recall there being an aha moment? And for you, you said about wanting to maintain and. Uh, this into is there anything on the shorter term of the the just life that you're really trying to goal and hit now? Yeah, um, I don't know if I had an aha moment. I'm trying to think back. It was a long time ago that I really started first lifting, but at the time it wasn't 
really about really it was really about getting strong at that point, which a lot of times getting strong comes with putting weight on. Yeah. You know, so it's like kind of less of a thing. I mean, it definitely will eventually. For yeah. a beginning lifter, I mean, you can get especially if you're starting strength, and you know, starting strength is like and that's eat what I was your about ass to say. off both, and lift. So yeah, like both you and Aaron jumped yeah. into starting strength at the same time a while back. Yeah, and that was I mean, you guys were that? already younger and not starting strength is a program by Mark Ripito, and we've talked about it, we've mentioned it before where his like coaching as far as like move lift lifts and movement and stuff like that's all very on point but the nutritional side of his program is like kind of lacking a little bit where it's really he's really all about strength and like to get the fastest strength gains you want to make sure that you're eating enough calorie surplus yeah you want to make sure that you're eating enough food for your muscles to build so really he doesn't really give a fuck about your physical appearance he's really all about strength so really it's like just eat your ass off Lift your ass off, like that's the perfect. Now, for the for the average person who is struggling to eat enough to even put on weight while you're lifting very very hard, yeah, that might actually end up okay. You're probably yep. still going to end up looking better and and you know not be in a, a significantly overweight scenario and being stronger just puts your your body my, in my a real much aha moment. Honestly, probably came from that crazy ten day thing that we did. Yeah, where you know I I w- it was like COVID. Oh, that's not that long ago. I had time. No, it's not. I had, I mean, I guess now COVID was probably a few years ago at this point. Yeah. Yeah, but Um, that's when I really hit the gym hard. Oh, yeah. I thought, (laughs) I assumed that you, maybe this is my own stupidity for assuming. I think you've been doing the gym a lot longer than that. How long have you been like, she had been lifting way before that. Way before that. But you feel like that was the aha moment. That was my aha moment that really clicked me into, yeah, the consistency of it, you know? And, And so we, you know, we did this crazy 10 day program with Mike and it was nuts, but I was, I was like, look, I've got the time now. Like having really COVID went one of two ways for people. Really. I yeah. feel like, you know, either people were like, fuck yeah, summer vacay. I don't have to do anything. Right. I can go out and ride my bike and go rollerblading and go walking and do whatever I want. And I think for some people it was very much the opposite where they just felt very trapped and, you know, just didn't stayed in, stayed and, in and streamed and, and, and had food delivered. Right. And, exactly. Yeah. Well. So I just like you know because we did that ten day program I was like you know what screw this I want to get out and move and do things and and I want to be able to yeah to do those things so for me that was kind of like my catalyst and um, and it cool. just kind of stayed from there yeah yeah very cool and it's interesting too dialing back from an extreme like that once you walk <laughs> for four hours on yeah. any given day you're like right. eh, I, I like, can get out and walk I thirty can get to out sixty and walk it easy no yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair that's yeah. fair um, so the other thing that I was going to mention earlier was y- you had said about like physical appearance yeah and i think that is different in the same way that like people who are anorexic always see themselves mm-hmm. as heavy mm-hmm. i feel like the opposite is absolutely true absolutely because i feel like i kind of was and i said how I, i've said this so many times on the podcast i was i was fat and happy yep. i really was not like disgusted with my body and was like oh i'm so obese now i look at those pictures and i'm like how did i think i was okay <laughs> like because i feel so much better now that i'm like I look in the mirror now and just can't believe See, it. See, and Mike has said this, that we put weight on slowly and we don't, you know, it's every year you might put on some weight and all of a sudden now you've got all this weight on you. And I think that slowness of putting on the weight. You just accept you it as your new norm. Yeah, you don't realize the changes. You don't realize like that you've lost the ability to, you know, maybe run as far or breathe as well or whatever the situation is because it's coming on so slowly. And so you don't know that you're not, you know, you don't know where you could be. Yeah. You just don't know what you don't know. And right. then, you know, when you lose a bunch of weight, you're like, oh, shit, I feel so much better. The you know? dramatic difference. Yeah. And, and I also think, like, yeah. you kind of hit the nail on the head for where people need to be. And, and this is a tie-in for health at every size as well. 
if you're, you're happy where you're at with who you are, you're in a much better environment mentally to, to change and, and chase goals and improve health. So if you're happy where you're at and, and don't have to have this dramatic physical change, you can still chase your health goals. Right, And that exactly. will also change your physique as it is, but the, the main drive doesn't have to be physique, physique or vanity there. And I'm not saying yeah. that, that wanting to change your appearance and wanting to be comfortable in your own skin is a bad thing. I think it gets a bad rap. It's okay to want to look better and feel better, and those goals get to kind of work together hand in hand. And it's... it's the, the, where I feel like health at every size falls off and becomes very, very dangerous is it's not simply taking it from the aspect of, hey, you're overweight. You don't deserve to be fat shamed. You deserve to be happy exactly who you are. That would be a stop and a stop goal right there. And that would be a beautiful sentiment and something that needs to continually be pushed because fat shaming is horseshit. We yeah. should be trying to help each other out. But health at every size is literally telling you that at 30, 40, 50% um, you know, body fat percentage, which the body literally does not need this body fat just to survive or be healthy. All cause mortality goes up, blood markers tend to decline. And even if you're that, that tiny percentage outlier where all of your blood markers are good, it's still a hell of a strain on the body to be carrying around yeah. a bunch of tissue that your body literally does not need. Joints. I mean, my 50-pound difference, I feel the difference Absolutely. in my joints. And, and so the, those same people, if you're not even doing strength training to strengthen joints at that point and continue to help, uh, it's more of a burden on your heart because your heart's not getting any healthier. And that's usually how the people who are six, seven, 800 pounds end up dying. The body's capacity to, to store body fat is literally only limited by what the heart can do to keep it alive. And it's pretty point. crazy how much the body can store fat. It's it's unlimited, which is his, it's pretty amazing. But I digress. So the, the health at every size movement is dangerous, legitimately fucking dangerous because of that aspect. They're convincing people who have struggled with with weight loss and and you know just struggled with this this continuous cycle of, of binge eating and being unhappy yeah, and, I think that's the and not part. knowing what to do to get out of it. They're taking these people back, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can be healthy at every size. You're fine just the way you are. And that's that's the dangerous part. So now you've got these people being like, I, I know I can be happy how I am. I'm healthy exactly as I am. Nobody can tell me what I need to do. Or, or So they've changed that aspect from something they were unable to do. They found a corner of the world where they're being told that it's okay to be here. And now they're just going to stay unhealthy from that uh, yeah, aspect. Yeah, I think the real the real thing that Picona, like to, to focus on there is that you're the problem is that you don't want to encourage people to eat poorly basically right like i think that your nutrition and like what you put in your mouth is pretty important and i think especially in this world that we live in now where like everything is super palatable and probably terrible for you and you know? hidden that it's terrible oh, yeah for and you like we're disguising things like that so like, like diet it, and it sucks to tell people yeah. like no you're fine like if all you eat all day is chocolate cake that's cool and it's like man, man that's probably not okay you know no, at the at the you know not. i feel like the health thing is I feel like it should be mental health at every size because yeah. like you 100%. should be okay that Absolutely. you're more like I'm all for you being mentally healthy. The more and more I go through life and I don't mean me, I'm just getting old now, but understand yeah, you that, are. Thanks. Um, <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> With friends like you, man. Uh, 
That's why we're in therapy, Mike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, but uh, maybe it is the therapy that I've been going to recently and all that stuff is the understanding that the mental health side of things is so much important. You just alluded to it before by saying that people getting to a state like and being when, when you're already happy where you're at, it's yeah. easier to hit goals. Yeah. Well, I mean, on the reverse of that, how miserable is it to have this feeling that you're already failing because you're overweight and then you try to lose weight? And like those days, I was in a pretty good mental place prior to this and had days where I still felt like I failed. And then you made me feel better Mm -hmm. and I got there and I was like, oh, but imagine how much lower I would. have. I can't even imagine how much lower I would have been if I was already at a place where I felt like I sucked. And then I suck even more because I can't keep to this. And because it's not. I've said this numerous times. I didn't find it as difficult as I thought it was going to be, but it doesn't mean that it was super easy. There are it takes work and it yeah. takes dedication, but it's it, I can see how it can be even harder if you're not starting Mental, yeah, at because, a better and, mental and place. And I totally get it because like look, food is comforting for me at least and yeah. I think a lot of people relate to that. You know, so like if you're already in a place where you aren't mentally happy, then it's hard to not turn to food for comfort. And it's easy. It's an easy way to distract yourself. It's an easy way to feel good because it tastes good. So you replace that idea of good. This, this food's tasting good. It's making giving me joy in this split second that, well, I want to chase that. I want to chase that. I, I want to chase that. that. It's like any forever drug. It's struggle drug. with well, that. Well, I, I think that's, that's a good connection to make right there, too, is because nobody's going to think about food being doing bad things to their, to their body, or they will to a certain extent, but we, we moderate alcohol intake. Alcohol does all those same things you just talked about, but because this is food, we can just continue over-consuming, over-consuming. Like, you're legitimately gorging to the extent where you're, you've taken in way more than your body needs, and you've done yeah. it for a long, long time. Like, you're, you're just living in excess and it is for comfort and there is a dopamine response and a serotonin response to to getting those comfort foods but it's also very very short-lived yeah yeah so yeah it began but this is why you you start to make healthier decisions as in instead of getting you know two or three servings of cake like by all means have a serving of cake for the day but the rest of the time that you're craving shit or feeling kind of low and need something comfort start with fruit start with protein so you still get some sweet fix but you know it's going to serve your body better and than like, just getting fat on It is hard a- and it is frustrating because we the foods that we have available to us are delicious. They are delicious and you're going to crave them and they're going to bring you happiness if you eat them. So like I get it. I totally I totally yeah, relate. Totally. I totally see how it spirals out of control. 100%. At different levels though. I've did I have noticed little I guess sidebar here is I cannot consume as much as I was consuming before because I like even like cake saying about cake. There there were times that I could eat three slices, four slices of cake and it was no big deal before. Right. And now I'll eat one, maybe two. And I'm like, whew, that's too much. I can't even do it anymore. Like, I just don't even want it anymore. So even my extremes at this level. Yeah, I think are when less you extreme. and I haven't read studies about this, but I'm sure they're fucking out there. Maybe Mike has about like once you start eating differently, I think the cravings for those things that you were, you know, binging on before are more manageable. And you, if you start learning because through this whole process, I feel like I've also learned People, it's like this cliche statement of listen to your body. Your body will tell you. Like I've actually like learned that language mm-hmm. of right. how to understand those some of those cues, and so I'm like, oh, I'm actually not hungry right. anymore. I'm I'm not yeah. like that's not what I need here. Or and if I'm constant like 
for me, a big part is the is the water intake. Water intake for me is huge. When I don't drink a lot of water, I crave food so much more. Yeah. And I have been recently, again, really diving in the fruit. Yesterday, I was like hungry, but I'm like, I'm not really hungry. I can tell the difference. And I, I call went, that hobby hunger. You know, you just want to snack on something. If you want to snack on something, again, yeah, the fruit is the, just that yeah. perfect. So I, cake. yeah, I, I ran the croak because I was working on, on a car or on our, one of our cars yesterday. And when I did the test drive after I fixed it, I drove to Kroger and was like, Get "I'm hungry." So I went and got a big old thing of watermelon and a big old bottle of water. Which is, you know, water on water crime right there. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. Like uh-huh. a pound of watermelon is about a, a hundred calories. Like you're going to yeah. tell me you're going to be hungry after that. So, yeah. and I, I, yeah, I downed this whole thing of watermelon and it tasted so good. Yeah. I was like, I don't even know if this is good watermelon right now, but right now it tastes like the best <laughs> thing I've ever eaten in my life. And I ate that entire thing of watermelon and I drank the huge a 33 ounce bottle of water. And I was like so full for so long off of those two things. And I was like, this is the difference. Like this is like, and I was so hungry that like, I literally didn't make it out of the parking lot to bring it home. I was like, I felt this that makes hungry. me think of two yeah. things. One is learning to listen to your hunger cues, which is fucking hard. It is. Yeah. Which is super hard. And I'm still not good at it. I don't I, want I'm it to present either, the idea that I'm like, and I I'm can not only Instagram imagine that I'm it's not, even yeah. harder for someone who like, hasn't done that for a long time. And, or maybe there's even, I mean, there's probably even some kind of medical conditions that makes it hard for your brain to interpret your hunger cues. I really don't know. There are. But, I mean, ADHD is one of those where yeah. you don't get the dopamine response from food. The, the reward center for food intake just kind of isn't there. Yeah. Which is why, is that I, like why I can eat a tremendous amount. I hear so many people no. talk about weight gain with thyroid thing. I don't understand that how that works at all. That is a thing, yeah. Yeah, I've Th- heard that that's... Th- your thyroid hormones, like you... If you, the ultra simple way to look at it is your thyroid will regulate your metabolism. And so the only difference between somebody who has normal thyroid function or high thyroid function or low thyroid function is you just have to adjust your overall calorie intake to, to maintain weight. Now, it sucks if you have a slower metabolism but still manage to have a decent-sized appetite. You have to eat less in order to lose weight or put so out more movement. that's what the thyroid does. Yeah, people yeah. have hyper I, or hypothyroid. I've heard that. I'm like, I, I don't know. They're, and they're like, yeah, it's my thyroid's a problem. And I'm like, they're blaming that. Yeah, I'm like, A lot of people cool. will just blame that, I, too. Without even having it diagnosed, they're like, man, I gain weight real easy, and you know, I guess, yeah. guess my metabolism's low. It's got to be my thyroid. And then they'll just literally start saying that their thyroid is a problem. And that's not as often the problem. If you look at, at medical issues and sicknesses and diseases, the average person in the population is not going to have those things. You know, it's, it's the, the, you know, there's more and more of different things, don't get me wrong, but disease as its own, the majority of the population is not suffering from this one disease. So I am you're a have web the out- MD expert, I'm just saying. <laughs> I have self-diagnosed. I don't know if I'm communicating that clearly enough, but yeah. to me, it's, it's like everybody can't have a thyroid issue who's overweight. Like it's yeah. just, that's not going to be the, the case. Statistically speaking, yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing that you reminded me of, Victor, is if you do start to count your calories, which, you know, is sometimes can feel like a lot for someone who's just never done that oh, before, yeah. and I totally get it. Yeah. But learning how many calories are in things is so fucking eye-opening. So I mean, it's eye-opening. just so eye-opening for it you is. to be able to look at a piece of cake in this giant bowl of fruit and know that, man, that giant bowl of fruit is less calories than that piece of cake. By and by like, the time I'm done eating it, I will actually be satisfied. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's like learning to make choices that even though they may not be as hard of a, a good dopamine hit, you know, as like eating a piece of cake, you will get to eat way more food. And for me, who's someone who likes to eat, 
just the act of eating, just putting something yes, in my mouth right. over and over and over again and getting to eat it is satisfying. So, like, the more eating in volume yeah. is, is, like, a And move. off the bat, volume, you volume don't have to be miserable. Yeah. So I feel like this is also the part that gets missed a lot is, so that sucks. I, I, can, I can hear somebody listening and go, well, F that. I'm not going to skip out on a piece of cake for fruit. Yeah. So don't. Yeah, yeah. nobody said that. Split the difference. Mm-hmm. Like, if you used to eat two slices of cake, eat one slice of cake and a bunch of fruit. You still ate cake and you still get all this extra intake of food. We're not saying give up on those big things because those decisions are hard. There are definitely days now where I'm like, I really want a piece of cake, but eh, I'll go eat a banana. And I'm okay with that now. But that now did not always exist. So you need to get there. It's a step-by-step process. I like to do it as a reward. So it's like, look, I really want this piece of cake. I'm going to eat this whole bowl of fruit that I don't necessarily want to eat. And as a reward for eating this bowl of fruit, I'm going to eat this piece of cake. And half the time, I can't get through the cake because I'm so full from the fruit. From the fruit. Yeah, right. that's a good idea. And you're idea. still happy with what you've done. Yeah. I think yeah. this is the biggest that's hole in, yeah. in people who are pushing intuitive eating. You know, just like we've discussed, it's you have so many barriers to, to being able to listen to your body when you're eating calorie-dense things or hyperpalatable things or things on the go, um, et cetera, et cetera. So intuitive eating needs to be the goal, not the first step. I mean, you yeah. said that you, when you learn the, the you know, language for picking out things and, and what they mean and, and what this amount of calories compared to this is, like, that's that's all a, a learning process, which you Big go through time. for anything that you yeah, fucking do. It makes it easier to make choices if you know yeah. more I, about the nutrition of, of the 100%. items. That and, and, and I like because it's not intuitive, like... The stuff that I thought wasn't going to be that bad, how bad it, like... And not necessarily bad, but... Well, just I mean, calorie does peanut butter, things. you know? Yes. Like, you would not expect peanut butter to have as many goddamn calories as it has. And because because, because you just push as a protein supplement yeah. all That's what I was going to say. You're told your whole life yeah. that it's a good protein. Yeah. I mean, when it's literally that it's not a good protein. four times as much fat in peanut butter as there is protein in any given serving. It's more fat than it is protein, yeah. yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I ate a half jar of peanut butter yesterday, you know? You gotta stop telling got, people yeah, the please, extreme please, Michael, stuff. Michael, for you're real, doing. because yeah. you you give people the th- thought that they think they're gonna be able to eat a half a jar of peanut butter. I'll never be able to eat a half a jar of peanut butter in a day you will. unless well, that's all I eat. Correct. Yeah. So that's where we miss you. You know that I do count my shit. So if I have that big of a hit of something, so what else I've taken eat? out calories from elsewhere. So okay, so let's explain this because I, you yeah. say that stuff all the time. You do, and it is confusing <laughs> even for me because I'm like. I mean, Mike eats a whole box of cereal. I'm going to eat this whole box of cereal. And then I was like, fuck, Mike I'm screwed for three Mike, days. Mike gets a lot more <laughs> calories than the average person. He does a lot of moving. He's I ADHD, do. so he never stops moving. <laughs> yeah. You know, he does a lot of lifting. His body is a lot of muscle. Yeah. So, like, he has all of the things stacked in his favor as far as how much food he can eat. But what else did you eat yesterday? So you ate half a jar of peanut butter, which is about how But I bet you he jar? ate it with a lot of fruit. How I much? I, I, yeah. Apples and peanut butter are one of my favorite snacks. So I had th- I had three apples that I had cored and sliced. Okay. And then what, what else throughout Christ. the rest of the day? The fr- <laughs> so many apples. <laughs> <laughs> the front half of my day, because I, I had had my work at it, and I had two of those, those Fairlife shakes, a couple other pieces of fruit. And then for dinner, I ended up having, um, uh, had kava. So I had Did the, you have kava yeah, without I, me? No. Michael, <laughs> no, it's good. Isn't it? <laughs> so I had the the chicken, lamb, and rice bowl with some avocado in it for the for the day. So even with my half a jar of peanut butter, I ended up, you know, somewhere around three thousand calories for the day. Christ Almighty! Yeah, but, and what was but, your protein then for the day? Uh, I think about one. Was it about one sixty, one seventy ish? Which for you is a kind of low. Yeah, but it's it's adequate. But that's yeah. because yeah, but that but it was kind of low. 
because you he had ate to, half he a had jar. To, of peanut yeah, butter. he had correct. To correct. To so that's half a jar of peanut uh-huh. butter is going to be. I think it was it was twelve to fifteen hundred calories right there. That's my so, whole day of calories, man. You see yo. what I'm saying? It, it <laughs> would it would be if again, but I ended up walking. I had twelve thousand steps in. I had also lifted. Yeah, and I had also so done he does abs a lot of stuff. I just think day. it's important that we touch on this. 100%. Yeah, well, that's why I'm saying. Yeah. Like, but that's it, why but it's even more important to individualize what you're doing. Like just because I say that I'm doing this, and this is the, the, the thing that I get slightly, well, I have to focus on when somebody asks me, well, hey, what, what are you doing for your workout? Hey, how many yeah. sets and, and reps are you doing? And you're because, not me. No, you're not me. You have, you first, before you talk about what I'm doing, you need to lift for 20 years so that your body can now handle that volume. Yeah. You need to train for strength for, for the better part of, of you know, a decade and a half. Yeah. Um, you need to move often, and then you need to eat like I've, I've done as well. So you don't want to do what I'm doing now. Yeah. You may not ever want to do what I'm doing. Yep. It does not matter what somebody else is doing because there is no best arms workout. There is no best chest workout. There is no best biceps workout. So when you see somebody who has these things, don't go ask them what they do for arms because yeah. you can go look up a consistent program online for arms or just hit all the musculature in your arms for a minimum of 10 sets per week for all those muscle groups and move on with your life. And everybody's and genetics are different. Yeah. yeah, I mean, genetics is going to be a, a percentage game on, on that as well. Well, I'm just but saying, like, in the same thing that we've said before about how... I mean, you could also just be tall genetically, I mean, I mean, which is helpful. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we're talking about overall calorie. I'm talking about uh, uh, physical physique of, so what, like, what, what it you looks s- like. What specifically genetics-wise do I have that you can't Well, have? Th- this is what I was going to say. Genetic, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, which easily I could be wrong. Oh, I will. Because <laughs> we talk about all the time when you lose weight, but you can't choose where the body fat comes from. No. Correct. And you also, correct me if I'm wrong, can't choose how well you gain muscle in certain areas. Certain areas of your body genetically probably put on muscle better than other areas of your body. So, like, we could, I could work out just as percentage-wise hard as you on biceps, and yours just going to look better than mine because genetically you, yours are going to look better. They're going to be more defined. I'm not saying that that specifically between you and I because I do not do it nearly the amount no, no, of work no. that you <laughs> that put in. To, to a certain extent, you are correct. However, again, it's a percentage play. Yeah. So if you, were, if, if you take... Yours but I'm going to gen- believe that's what makes me happier, Mike. So I feel like it's <laughs> well, just I mean, genetic. you still may be right to a certain yeah, extent. If you and I started working at the same time, went yeah. off the same plan and lifted for the same amount of years, um, my genetics would maybe give me slightly more defined abs, arms. I might have a little bit more size. Uh, but, it, but again, it's a percentage play. You still would look pretty fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And so by that point, you wouldn't look at me and be like, oh, so far away from what I can do. You'd be like, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a little bit better off than I am. Yeah. So it really comes down to genetics is, is an amazing thing. But it really comes down to the effort that you put in in, in your own realm and changing the things that you can change. And no matter how good somebody's genetics are, you'll be able to get pretty fucking close. Yeah. And- Dependent on the work you're willing to put in. This also leads into that back to the, the health at every size and like you got to be happy with where you are, not comparing yourself to other people. Comparison what was, is the thief of joy. Yeah. What was that thing? Somebody posted in one of our yeah, groups. Sure is, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. But what, what was the it, was, it was like, yeah, it was so good. It was basically like, don't compare yourself to last year. Don't compare yourself to anybody right. else. Like you're comparing 
you're, you are who you are now and be happy with who you are it now. Says, We're probably but- oh, oh, go, If go, you're go. looking to get in shape, stop comparing yourself to influencers. Stop comparing yourself to celebrities. Stop comparing yourself to 20 years ago. Stop comparing yourself to before kids. Live in the now. Do the best you can in your current situation. Comparison isn't just the thief of joy. It's also an impediment to real progress if it discourages you. Control what you can control and ignore the rest. Boom. Yeah, if I'm better than I was yesterday, to me, that's a freaking But win. it's it's hard for people, especially when you spend your time comparing to, to everybody. It is. Yeah. I still have these moments. I say this all the time. But social I, media does us dirty, too. That yeah. Way. But you, you have the totally. same thing, too. And just, just, I mean, what she touched on in that is, you know, you look back at where you were at any given time. And so then you go back to just starting... But yeah. with that workout program that and that happens, volume, I'm how sure much I keep saying there. that about like I wish I would have started this ten years ago. God, where would I be? I, know, and I, 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 I literally have to stop myself and be like, "All right, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's I'm an here okay now. thought to have. It's not an okay thought to dwell upon. And that's what's hard though, because you definitely there are. It is super, super easy to spiral into this. Man, well, if course. I would have done like, oh, uh, because especially I think of that financially. That's usually the one oh, that hits yeah, me. That one almost, too yeah. gets me too. But physically, it gets me, and especially. Especially right now, so it's I'm back in season playing, and I do a lot of poolside gigs, and I see like dudes all the time with their shirts off, and I'm like, son of a bitch! I bet you I could look better than him. And I started like, he's, yeah. that guy's like ten years younger than me, and I bet you, damn it! Did I, I see like <laughs> chicks just right out of high school going into college, just lifting super heavy, and I'm like, god damn, I should have done that. Should've but it doesn't started. matter. Yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. do it. You're here now. Yeah. All you can do is do something now, or don't do something and regret it. And so for for and five years down the road, you're gonna be like, damn, I should have started back then five years ago when I thought about it. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah. do nothing, you'll spend the, the upcoming years looking back, realizing you should have started started yeah. then. So that's why taking any steps now and moving forward is your best route. And I, at, it, anytime it comes to summer and I start working with somebody or start discussing things with them, I tell them that this is not your summer. No. Nope. Okay, this is when you start putting in work and stay motivated and look at the things around you. Like you can look at somebody else and be like, oh, yeah, I'd like to be a little leaner like that. Or I would like my shoulders to be a little bit bigger, kind of like that. It's okay to have that thought process. I'm going to work for that for next summer. So next summer is your summer. Anybody's going to be able to make significant, significant damn change in in one year. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can get that out of your head, then you lose the need for a quick fix. If if it is summertime, you focus on getting on the right steps. So at one, you get to enjoy your holidays without stressing for the first time ever. And then two, you get to cruise your way into next summer the best you've ever felt. You'll be healthier. You'll be stronger. You'll you'll be more comfortable in your own skin. There's nothing but positives to starting work now. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's good for people to hear that, like, look, it takes a year and Maybe a year sounds like a long time to you, but like, think of how old you are. You know, it's one year of your life. One year of your life. You went to college for four years, you know? Yeah. Maybe you joined the military. You're in the military for four yeah. years. And it you went to high school for four years. It may be less than a year. All I want is the yeah. year and the mindset. Yep, exactly. Like, you'll, get, you'll make significant process the, the soonest you step on and start to really dial into that. Yeah, that's that path. true. What's cool but I about like the, it I like is the that year you'll is, see. Focus You'll see on next changes, yeah. you know, way before a year. Oh, yeah. And if you can commit for a year, I mean, you need to commit for the rest of your life. But really, Correct. you know, if you work hard and you do the thing and you stay, you know, stay true to it for a year, you'll be really, really oh, yeah. fucking and shocked. And you will where never you look back over that year and be like, man, I wish I didn't spend all that time doing this. Yeah. Like that, that year is basically forgotten at that point. You're just, you're just happier and, and healthier as far as that goes. 
as somebody who literally just took that year, I don't think it's necessarily forgotten. It's forgotten, still felt I mean, like as a in dwelling time. it. Do you dwell yeah. on that year, that past year? Well, or do you feel- just know what it's done for you at this point? You can yes. think back and be like, oh, I know what this did for me. But I don't feel like any of it, because you're never going to feel like that year was a waste of time. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's the that's, difference. That's like, my point. So, I mean... I dwell on that year all the time and like forever going forward that year, this, that first year will be like, I'm so glad I took that time and jumped into this. So and that's how I look well on the year or you just think back positively on it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, so the, the, I don't beat myself here's, up. Here's like, the oh, difference. It took me a whole year to get there. Right. No, I, there I is know that, that. It's, it's all that's positive, but the, the difference but it, between dwelling is think about if you were gone yeah. that year, how many times on the years prior where you didn't do anything, did you think back on times that you uh, could have started here or could have started here? Damn, I ate way too much on that break and you got vacations coming up. You're like, I hope I don't do like I did last vacation. Like you tend to dwell more on the negatives than you really do on the positives. And yeah. I think that's a part of the human condition. The more we could dwell on the positives, better off we'd be. I feel like also yeah. for me, I'm, it's different because we talk about my year all the freaking time. Right. Like, oh, for sure. Like every week we're basically discussing those things. So like for me, it's so much more in my brain than right. probably the average human being who doesn't sit down with two of their friends and talk about their weight loss all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that does change the aspect of it. And we're talking about all like all pieces of it. So like I think about it way more in depth than probably most people would. Right. However, I'm never beating myself up with going, man, that was a, it was such a waste of a year. Like, right. And I uh, like, oh, and it took so long. Like, I don't feel like that at all. I, and I tell you all the time, I see myself now after the year's over. I'm like, I can't even believe this is me. Yeah. So it absolutely is worth the time and investment in yourself. And it, it there is no negative response to it. No, I think dwelling on the, the timeline, too, is a, a flawed mentality. If I, you think, I, just, I think about it all the time. No, no, no. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I think long term for somebody who's not doing anything to, to dwell on the time commitment is a flawed mentality. Because if, if you're looking ahead like, this is going to take me a year to do this? Yeah. Well, you're living in this fucking yeah. vehicle for literally the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years of everything. your life. Not so just to think fitness. about one year mm-hmm. that gets you on track to spend the rest of your life in a really, really healthy, positive you know, uh, situation, like it's a flawed mindset to consider the time investment at that point. That's and important. healthy error, yeah. I think, is a way to say that. Um, not that to correct you... Because that, like, that really, really healthy is very intimidating for some people, but healthier than where you where are. Where you today. are, yeah. Like, yeah. What do you mean? Because I feel like when you say really, really healthy, like that sets like this pedestal of a goal of like, oh, I got to get to really, really healthy. Like that's and in my mindset when you say that, I think of you. Okay, I but think mm-hmm. of somebody. Well, where that's you're what I'm at. saying. Let's you know break that saying? down. What is really, really healthy? I, well, what what I'm saying is for me, the, just the the. In my brain, it's I process it. It's easier to set a goal to get healthier than I am currently than it is to achieve perfect health. Yes, and that's and that's right. I didn't. I didn't say perfect no, health. No, but that's. But and I'm not. S- e- and I'm not even comparing to to me. So I I I disagree slightly with the with the sentiment. I obviously I'm not attacking I, you, Mike. I, I don't think you are. I don't think you are at all. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree with the the healthier statement, but we're talking about like lifelong. And so we, I think you have to establish what really really healthy is. And to me, what really really healthy is is you are you know consistently training for your health and trying to get stronger you're consistently making more good food choices than you are bad you are consistently moving on, on a regular basis and so it, it's it's choosing you and and what that means in that zone to me that is really really healthy yeah and so it's setting that that bar where i don't necessarily look at the the 
you know, there's a significant amount of pr- professional athletes who are, you know, doping and not like paying not attention to fuel. They just are yeah, natural yeah. fucking athletes and they can survive from there. And that's why you've, you've had athletes that are dropping dead time and time for, again. For me, what I'm saying is like, because I use donuts as the example all the time. But <laughs> for me, I say healthier because I'm not going to beat myself up instead of saying, for me, when I think really, really healthy, that's like, oh, I can't eat any donuts. So that, that but for needs me, to be changed. Me, really healthy. Me, uh, m- for me now, healthier means instead of eating three donuts, I'll eat one. Yeah, so what Mike maybe. is saying to is me, that that's really, really healthy. When, yeah. he, when he says really, really healthy, the definition of his really, really healthy is that you are doing some kind of resistance training, you are doing a significant amount of movement, and you're making better food choices than you were yeah. before. Yeah. Because I mean, even even eating donuts, like the the science isn't there on that being unhealthy when you are either at maintenance or eating at a calorie deficit or at a surplus to Definitely gain. Definitely makes me yeah. happier. To gain muscle. And I don't I don't want to do this thing where we make foods seem bad. You no. know what I mean? There's it, not bad foods. No, you got you got to imagine too. You part, just got to eat good your, foods too. Part of your overall <laughs> health is ingrained in people. Yeah, it is, and that's that's the mold I want to break because even part of your health is your your mental health mm-hmm. and taking those those decompression days and and going and celebrating eating with family and bonding over that and having a couple of fucking donuts like that's that's bonding time that's mental health and if it's, you are taking care of everything else in your life on on a relatively consistent scale you're still going to be healthy those donuts are not going to negatively impact your health and it's more for me i, I think i see the reason i say donuts all the time because it's not actually the don't as much as donuts are delicious and i do love them for me what a donut represents is I took my kids to the donut shop and we sat there and we picked out a donut. We sat down together Mm -hmm. and the three of us each ate ate a donut. And to me, that is joy. Donuts are love, I think is what you're saying. Yeah. When I was losing (laughs) all the weight, I was saying, I was like, oh, it's so much harder at the deficit to eat this donut, blah, blah, blah. And I had somebody I was talking, I don't remember who it was, say, well, you don't have to eat the donut. But I'm like, no, I do. Because I'm with my kids. Like, I don't want their memory mean being we go, I take them, and dad never wanted to eat. Because now I'm, cr- I feel as though I am creating this idea that donuts are bad. bad. Yeah. Right. Like, and I don't want them to have no. any of these same struggles with yeah. food so mentally it, that Essentially, I have. your quote unquote struggle in that zone, and, and I'm highlighting this in a positive aspect. Is that, oh man, I gotta I gotta crunch the numbers a little bit and make this fit. And that crunching of the numbers took a minute or two to to pull some stuff out and put the donut in, whereas somebody else is like, well, you just gotta avoid. You know, avoidance is key. And avoidance is shitty. You yeah. can avoid you can avoid overconsumption of things, but avoiding Any making your diet yeah. and exercise the priority is is you know I know. I keep seeing people be I saw somebody the other day who was talking on social media, I don't remember who it was, but it's probably were, an idiot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it was somebody who was like, "Oh, I'm craving carbs so bad right now." Eat and carbs. Like, yeah, and I really wanted to respond, but I'm like, I don't really want to get in this conversation. But it, like, you're doing yourself no justice by cutting carbs out of your life. No, because it's not maintainable either, man. Yeah, and you know what I mean. Biggest, it's the biggest part. part is even, that even if you can, it's not enjoyable. Like, there's a small percentage of the population that delicious. can do that extreme fix, but yeah. There's so many positive effects from from carbohydrate intake. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't agree with ruling out any food source for the most part. I mean, you want to get real specific, fine, like trans fat and all that. Sure. Don't but, eat a tub of ghee. Yeah, don't eat a tub of well anything really. <laughs> yeah, I guess I mean, that's true. <laughs> a tub of watermelon is all right. Oh, 
I mean, Yo, you, I can't tell you how good that watermelon was. I mean, a tub I of watermelon probably sitting, still spray painting the toilet yeah, at that point. You I know? mean, it's it didn't mess up my lot. stomach. But I was <laughs> surprised. Yeah, I was eating that, and every bite, it would like you know how like when you bite into a watermelon, it like breaks and like kind of squishes when you mm-hmm. I, every like crisp bite that I took, I was like, <laughs> oh my god, this watermelon is so good. And I looked at myself in the mirror and went, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was absolutely. And phenomenal. I'm officially a nut job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's what it felt like. I was sitting in the parking lot in my car eating the watermelon, going, oh, this is so good. <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, Weird. to get it more controversial here, is there a level of body fat in which people should be aiming for as like a minimum or a maximum yeah, what or is, whatever? What is healthy? I for men, you'll you'll see it's generally between the uh, ten to twenty. I'm gonna stop you really fast. Does it matter where you carry your body fat? Also. Yeah. Um, I mean, I. Because I know, like a lot of times, women carry their body fat in their butt and their thighs, and I feel like that is probably actually less taxing on their body than like if it was more around their like main organs. Oh yeah, I mean, you, you're talking about visceral fat being the the less healthy fat. Acceptable right now. And I'm not going to dig too heavy into that because then you're just getting into data. And and honestly, the solution is getting to a healthier range, anyways. So at the for the sake of of keeping things less complicated for the average person. Like yeah. the the route to getting healthier is going to still be the same, whether or not you're carrying a lot of visceral fat or your body is just stored it elsewhere for the most part. Okay. Um, now, women will generally have a, a higher body fat range just because of, of you know, genetics and how the we've been designed as a species. Um, so men are generally going to be healthier in that, you know, 10 to, to 20% range. You can see some higher ranges where people are still considered healthy, but I'm sorry, a, a third of your body as as body fat is just you're you're pushing into the obesity range. Uh, women, 20 to 30 ish percent is going to be a, a generally accepted pretty healthy range, and anything below those percentages for males and females, you're just going to be really fucking lean. Like 10 percent and or below for a male is usually going to be that nicely defined six pack with some veins coming in through the abs. Mm. And that's usually, for females, that's going to be that 18-ish percent uh, and below, too. So, so same level of lean, display-wise, but women have more body fat. I know we've kind of talked, touched on this before, but how do I know that where I'm at? Like, we say these numbers, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then I'm like, it is kind of I hard have no to know idea your body what fat, my yeah. body fat percentage is right now. I know it's a lot less than 80% of my body, which it was before. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Actually, it might have been. I have no idea. But I know that I, I'm feeling better now, but I have z- I have no idea other than trying to compare myself to photos, and that is that not is, an easy I thing know. to do. I mean, it would literally I'm like, have to be a photo I'm like, these people say they're 20%, right. and they look completely different. So you, the, the way I've found is, is generally by looks. And one of my favorite comparison charts, uh, he does for men. There's a, a couple of them put out there, but uh, body, not body recomposition. It's uh, rippedbody.com. Um, Andy Morgan has tons and tons and tons of clients. And so he's put up their confirmed body fat percentages and what they look like. How do I confirm mine? So, so the, the one way... You pick way, the one that you look most similar to. The, the one way that you can actually know your body fat percentage, I guess there's a couple there's of a ways. There's a couple of ways, um, yeah. They have those like pod things. The hydrostatic testing and, or whatever. And I think yeah. even huh? even then, I think there was like some, depending there's on like how much like, salt you ate or some yeah. random, or how much water you took or whatever. Yeah, there's, I mean, like, they're, they're essentially put there. you in like a... a 
well, they submerge you in water essentially, and then then weigh you on that scale in there. So it takes out anything that's that would float and fat content, whatever. Um, there's also a DEXA scan. Yeah, DEXA said, scan. That scan's pretty close. And I, I don't know the percentage that those are off. I, I read that once. So they're within like a percentage or two. Calipers are within like 3 to 5%. Um, so I tend to just, just go by visual to give you a rough guesstimate because it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah. It, well, yeah, I guess I it really mean, doesn't. I kind of want to know. But I'm yeah, not, I've always like, been like just yeah, but super curious. Do you curious. see what you're saying? You kind of want to know, and I, I kind of want to know at any given time too. But it, it again doesn't really so change I'm your on path. That side that you're on, and like this dude has a six pack showing, and he says that he's about twenty one to twenty four percent. Does not have a six pack showing it. Bottom right. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, I he's, no I'm saying you're you're wrong about the six pack is kind of, but look at all the uh, extra fatty ass. On the I'm just left. saying though, he so has he's got a, a blurred in six, and that's but just, those other guys, every other photo in that range, there is no six definition at all. Correct. And so that so guy, that guy like, is is very skinny fat at that point. You see, you, see you, that's you, what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's like, like so you holds, carry your fat in different everybody places. Everybody carries it slightly different. That that doesn't well, change that's this. That guy. And yeah. nobody's heard, right? He has a lot of lower abdominal fat, and that's where he's carrying most of his, but he's just also very skinny fat. And again, this is, this is just a rough chart. If you're looking for precise numbers, you're not going to do it visually. Yeah, get a DEXA scan. I don't know where we can get that around here, but... I don't know either. I want to... So I feel like, looking at this chart, I feel like I am... Well, before I guess my own, looking at the chart, what do you guys think I... Uh, what do you guys think about here? <laughs> I want you guys, but don't say it out loud. Yeah, just pick it, Mike, pick and it, don't tell us. And don't don't say anything. And then I want to get an idea because this is part of the struggle. I mean, it would be helpful if you had your shirt off, but I'm going to just take a wild guess. I mean, I, I already know. I, I, He's going to get naked. Based off of these, I had already put you in the right spot before we looked at him. Because um, Chris, I don't it, think you've ever seen me. He's does seen it tell me, me like scroll like, up and down because they have oh, different okay, categories. Okay. I was like, what the hell's happening? <laughs> I yeah, these guys I all look different. Weird, okay, all right. I see what's happening. Yeah, yeah Mike, so, so when you're looking at that, bear in mind overall uh, muscle that they have, that they're yeah, carrying, which yeah. you can generally see for males, you can see across the chest and shoulders. So even if they're carrying a decent amount of body fat, you know how much time they put into to muscle building and working out. Yeah, these was, guys all look totally different. Right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's so hard. Yeah, so taking all I'm those, like, the, 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 I look those like this guy in this range, but I look like this guy in this range. Those variables. Yeah, there's so much. You're, ta- of a, you're taking in all the variables and kind of putting them together to see which one of those is yo, roughly where he's at. Do you need me to take my shirt off, Chrissy? Yeah, I think I do. do you, all right. Yep. I love that we're doing this on air. I know, right? Hang tight, everybody. I'm I already try to know make your an, body, so an it's educated fine. Educated guess here. Okay, that does help actually. All right. Okay. Yeah. See, if you, see if you got him in the right category. Yeah. So I randomly that said I that, do. Mike, while you were talking to Chrissy, I said about, I was like, yeah, Mike's already seen my photos. I was like, wait, that sounds, that sounds weird. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> All right. I think I have my choice. All right. So I'm going to let the expert go first. Go ahead, Michael. No, 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 no. Let's, let's but, uh, should go I, first. I'll ladies go first. first. With what, uh, oh, you're ladies first. Oh, that I was going to say, because it's, so no, I'll go. I would put myself, I want to put myself. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put myself in the 21 to 24 range on here, but I'm pretty confident I'm probably the 25 to 29. I was going to say 25, somewhere in 25. You're the 25 to 29. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right. All right. Which is still, get, I mean, where do you think you were before starting That's what all I'm, this? I'm not sure. I'm yeah. looking. Yeah, actually keep scrolling down. That, it only goes one more. 30 goes above 30 plus. Oh, that's not helpful. Yeah. 
Well, that's easy to call it then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I was definitely 30 plus. Yeah. Um, but all right. What is this website I'm one more time this. for the listeners slash me? <laughs> slash me. Rippedbody.com. A- Andy Morgan was, uh, at the time that I came across him, like the second biggest name for intermittent fasting online. And that was, I don't know, 15 plus years ago. Yes, Martin, Martin Burkhan being the, the number one guy who kicked out intermittent fasting and, and you know, put it on the map. I just wanted to see the seven to nine. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he doesn't have women on there because he only trains men. There was something about women at the bottom, but I didn't really... Oh, he might have put it in somebody else's chart then, maybe? Yeah, he's like, unfortunately, I can't make a female version like the male ones. I only work with men, yeah. And he didn't have a link to other ones? Hmm. I think so. uh, maybe Lane Norton has one or Menno Henselman. Somebody, somebody will have another a female one. It's nice to have the charts um, comparatively. Yeah, I mean, it's still like, it's so... That's so crazy. So, all right. So... I guess it's not a one-to-one comparison. I was going to say, how much weight would I have to lose to drop down if I weigh 190 now? And how, how, much? how tall are you again? Five, five, seven? Ridiculously short, yes. <laughs> um, I'm like five, seven and a half, something like yeah, that. So I'm between if you five, want seven, to add, I mean, do you really want to know? I do. I'm okay. curious. I mean, I think this makes it because this is real this is the idea of like you see these numbers you see these charts you see this stuff what does that mean what is the actuality of that and how do i know how to set goals because we've talked about body fat and like oh i would love to be 10 percent body fat well where the f am i now and what does that mean how much do i have to lose to get to there like what do i have to do because it's not well and i like i said it's not a one-to-one comparison because you're gaining muscle while you're losing fat so there is some yeah but if you're if you're on a a an efficient fat loss track, you're not going to be gaining much muscle um, over that, that course. So you're not like dropping a pound of fat and putting on a pound of muscle. If you're for a pound of fat you're dropping, you're probably putting on a couple ounces of muscle. God, how uh, cool if would anything. it be if it was one-to-one, though? Yeah, right? <sighs> so dope. I mean, piece of, piece of cake, let's, let's get you some anabolic Yo, steroids. I'd be <laughs> jacked right now. <laughs> yeah, you're 50 pounds of muscle. Yeah, I would be so jacked. I mean, but that's that's another thing too. At at your age, you could go get testosterone checked, and if you did happen to be low, then you could go on TRT. In which case, your progress would go a good amount faster. I don't like how you said at your. I age. was going <laughs> to say the same thing. I was like, "Damn, he just called you old I, as fuck." I'm two and a half like years that. older than you. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like the way you said it. You don't. All right. So males, <laughs> your age. males who have hit forty should you know check testosterone and see roughly where where they're at because testosterone will start to naturally decline in into your third. And, and beyond. And so if you do happen to be low based off of, you know, you're eating well right now, you don't really drink a lot, right? No. <laughs> right, 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 right. But you have a lot of stress and, you know, and stress. when I do drink, if I know I'm going to drink, I do the mic routine and right. I preload with uh, like a lot more, like I, that's when I really bust, because I haven't used a lot of the powders lately. Right. So I'll use more powder. Like if I'm like, hey, I'm going to know I'm going to drink later, I'll make a shake or something early so I can mm-hmm. get a lot of protein in on less calories. Right. Yep. So here's, here's yeah. my pitch for TRT once you've hit about 40 plus. If there's not much you can change in your lifestyle to maximize testosterone at and this And what point, are those things that you can change, Michael? You can make sure your magnesium and D and zinc intake is up. You can resistance train. You can get adequate protein and get adequate sleep. 
Heard. Those are your, your basic biggest realms to obtain. Well, I hear at least two of those three things that I can do to m- because that I don't do now. Yes, right. Sleeping would be good, Victor. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sleeping and is a and so that's the thing. If, if that's not going to change anytime soon and your testosterone is only going to be declining from this point on, maybe it's time to, one, get it checked. If you're at the, the you know, two to, to three, maybe 400 range, and it's only going to get worse from there, then maybe you, you go on TRT. What are other things that are signs of low T, though, uh, other than just weight things? Low energy, low sex drive, um, lower appetite. Um, there are some signs of depression when you've got low motivation. Uh, there's a handful of, of signs that will kind of point towards that. But some of those can be masked if you're not sleeping enough. Then mm-hmm. not having a lot of motivation and, you know, energy. low energy could, could be that. So that's why it's it's just worth getting it checked. If you've been living the lifestyle you're going to be living pretty consistently now for you know a handful of weeks to months, then getting your testosterone checked now would be a fairly accurate number of what you just are on a regular basis. I think basis. I'm going to look into it just for the basis of the show so we can I chat think you should also it. look yeah, into it just to know where you're at. Have you, so like the last, have, you, have you gotten yours checked? Uh, When's the last time you did it? Yeah, the last time I had it checked was I think a few months ago. I think it's important to do just as a dude in general because you want to know, really honestly, if I was a dude, I'd be getting my testosterone checked at 20. I want to know where I was at 20. Then I want to know where I was at 30 and where I was at 40 to know, like, was I always at, you know, 500? Absolutely. Or was I at 900 in my 20s and now I'm at 400 in my 40s? Like, I want to know where I was. Yeah. So like. So I missed those first two. I know. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> saying. Like now. We can only move forward. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my move. If I was. Yeah. It's, it's worth knowing because that'll that'll be a big deciding factor on on your ability to, uh, you know, gain gain muscle and lose body fat efficiently. And testosterone maximizes um, lean body mass retention. It affects your calorie partitioning which means what your body does with the calories more and more efficiently. So again, as we've talked about, like this, everybody wants to look at, at TRT or anabolics or whatever as a, a cheat code. And in some ways, it, it can be a cheat code, but you still got to put in the work. You still need to put in the, the nutrition shit. People who just hop on TRT and or anabolics and don't do any working out or changing anything, their energy will go up. You know, they, they will lose a little bit of weight and they'll put on a little bit of muscle just naturally but then that's it. Yeah. Like that's all you're really, really changing. And if you're in a kind of a overweight spot, then that's not going to be as significant as, as I looked up a woman's be. body fat percentage chart. And it's a little bit frustrating because it really just shows their midsection over and over and over again. Oh. And it's like, man, I carry my fat on my butt and my thighs. So right. like, I guarantee you, I have a bi- higher body fat than this would indicate. Just, right. just because I know that there's fat on my butt and my thighs that they're not showing you in this photo. You know what I mean? It's just confusing. Yeah, which again I've seen. So some, I, that's why I feel like a DEXA scan. Would I've be seen more some satisfying. very fit women that have you know legitimate six pack abs, but yeah. they also have a little bit bigger butt and thighs. Yeah, that that was not as lean. Total tangent. I'm about to throw us out on. 
Is that a newer thing? Because I feel like so many more girls have bigger butts than I remember girls having 100%. before. Well, right How now, does that having, change? Having because why is that? Big the last, butt what, is five in. to ten years, yeah. that's, that's yeah. been very how, in. Okay, it's in. You even have women getting implants nowadays. Yes, but I'm not talking just, about that because that's different. Right now, but girls go to the gym and they grow their different. glutes, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you, can, you can make yourself have a bigger butt? Oh, my God, yeah. That's like saying that question applies to your chest and your arms and your legs. It's the same Muscle, man. You have a very large group of muscles on in your butt. It's one of the largest groups of yeah, muscles the glutes are in there. the whole body. Because I've just no, I'm like, there are so many really big butt girls, and I don't remember this being a thing. Right. Oh, I love. I have a couple of friends that have grown their glutes, and it's just so satisfying for them to show us before and after photos where oh, yeah. they just had like basically flat ass. So what do and they, they do? Just, squats. Squats. Are one of the full range of motion squats are one of the best ways to do it. So they've done studies to. To just right angle, to uh, I think they did static holds, and then full range of motion where you, you get hips below parallel, and the below which parallel. is not it's not possible for everyone's body shape and like depending on your bones and things and what kind of squat you're doing, you might have to do a different kind of you know different, rather different than a low bar squat, you might have to do like a front so squat. Generally, or the way the femur connects pull. into the hip and what kind of shape the the hip socket is yeah, you is your limiting factor socket. for squats. But somebody who's trying to do a, a close grip squat whose hip locks up at a certain point, you can literally take your stance, yeah. put the toes out, change the, the height of the bar, whether it's it's a high bar, back squat, or low bar. And that changes their anthrop anthropometrics, the shape of their body and, and their arthrokinematics, the way their bones work together in, in conjunction. Why are you cursing? <laughs> <laughs> and that will allow them to get a full range of motion squat. If they still don't have that ankle flexibility, then you elevate the heels, either with a lifting shoe or by standing on a, a block or, or a plate or something. And that will allow you the flexibility to get your hips below parallel. Um, and that's, that's going to create the best group. Um, that lets you growth. really engage the glutes at the bottom. But now, so that's actually a lot a of people thing. tend people to doing that on yes, purpose. Yes, people well, are. Yeah. Yes, ladies are definitely one hundred percent. Everybody's stupid. glowing. If you have you're not, not stupid. I'm, I am kind year, of blown away that you have dumb. not made this connection, though. <laughs> well, because like I don't know. Again, this is still goes back to the idea of I am dumb in this realm. <laughs> Because I just it's never not dumb. It's ignorant. Okay, I'm and, ignorant and not ignorant in a negative way. We're, we're all ignorant of things we have not oh, been yeah. taught. I'm not dumb. You in a only negative know way what either. you know, Mike. Um, right, and you, you don't, don't know, know it until you know, know it. Yeah, but I always remember we talked about this. How I, I would see other people and be like, oh, they're just genetically genetically blessed. And it wasn't until I started going to the gym that I realized how many people actually go to the gym. Right. How mm -hmm. many people actually work yeah. out? And I was like, oh my god, how did I miss this memo? We are mm -hmm. now in one of the best lifting cultures ever in, there, in our, our timeline. It's, yeah, there's so many people. And now, again, going back to these gigs by the pool, I definitely look and be like, that guy definitely goes to the gym. That guy definitely <laughs> goes to the gym. She goes to the gym. Mm -hmm. She definitely goes to the gym. And it's not that, like, they. some of them look like me. Right. And I'm like, that's a gen like, I can tell that he works out. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, or look, has some a job that is really Some people are more genetically but. blessed in the glutes department. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> prime example. Yeah, some people are more genetically blessed in the glutes. Some women carry their fat in their ass, and so that helps, too. Right. You know? But, but I guess, because there's even that, too. I have noticed that there are some, like, heavier set women that their butts are bigger. Like, just the butt in general just yep. seems to be genet. Like, did we... What did we do as a culture to make that happen? I don't know. Like, did people just start praying for it? And God's like, okay, it's butt season. Woo! I think, it's, I think it's more likely but that because that's so in, you notice those people more, not that there's more of them. The ones that don't work out for it. I don't 
I mean, it's not into me though. I'm not. No, like, but you recognize that it's in in society. It's talked about. There's social media influencers who are just showing their butt. You have the common fitness girl who's doing that. You know, back leg in front of the other one mm-hmm. from the side view. That also just the, arches the, the butt. The leggings really now that yeah. are like really oh. popular that have like the, the scrunching in the middle to oh really God, make the ass right up the butt. Just yeah, what's that like a Brazilian something or other? It makes the ass pants. look great. So it does. Yeah. It, like but don't at look the at them. Of what? Don't look. But at don't look at them. They're not yeah. wearing them to be it's looked at. Why, yeah, right. It's a trap, guys. If you're in the Isn't gym, and you even if you even glance over at a woman it's who's a recording herself, <laughs> it's a fucking trap, and you're gonna get hassled. <laughs> um, but it can't be. So, have you ever worn leggings like that? Christine? Oh, no. absolutely, no. I have. I oh, have Chris, not. <laughs> My ass is uh, genetically blessed. It is quite large, and I don't attract attention to it. It, it, says, it would make my butt look ridiculous. You don't need to attract That's attention. That's the it difference. would make my butt look ridiculous. But there are plenty of people with, you know, not plenty of people, but there are people with asses like yours that will still yeah, highlight do that. everything I they can just, like, like, and pretend they don't want to be looked at. I've seen those leggings, and that can't be... Com- I mean, I guess, I don't think a thong would be comfortable either. They're so, not, but, really. Yeah. Are they not? So, not really. Right. That kind of amazes me that you have never worn a thong for some what? Like at any point, like some people for something find them funny more comfortable. or that you wouldn't have worn a thong at some point. No, like, I'm not wearing a thong ever. You've never, never ever worn a thong. You've never had okay, a banana but, hammock on. Well, okay, I have, but <laughs> see, that was when I danced. But they, in Virginia, you had to have your ass completely covered. So <gasps> I just you I were like robbing un- the audience. I know, right? Yeah, so it's kind of like underwear with you know like an elephant pouch. In it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, you know, I don't know. People go to the beach in like a thong bikini, and I would just feel so exposed in a thong bikini. But people do it, and they look good. So, I'm here for it. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Thong thong bikinis. You never see the thong. You don't go in a thong bikini? Is that what you said? I do not. No. Oh, I thought you said I went in a thong bikini, and I felt, I was like, wait, you what? I wouldn't, because I just feel like I would feel very exposed. But people do, and they look good, and I'm here for it. You are so exposed. I don't know what you mean by the way you feel. Like you're, you're literally. She's saying 90%. she's not trying to feel that exposed. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I'm just. Oh, but whatever. some people are comfortable people... in their skin like that, and I, I love it. I think some people are, and some people are doing that because of their own body dysmorphia and to prove something. Sure. Like, yeah. You're gonna find people on either side of the coin. I'm yeah. not saying all of them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Some people are just very confident. And very they want to be able to yell at you for looking. Correct. That is that is a, a thing these days. Have yeah. you seen all these videos? Have you not seen these? I haven't. They're purposely and I, and doing stuff to get seen and then get mad at people for being seen. Right. Oh. There was I, one of yeah. my favorite ones were, I mean, Joey Swole highlights a lot of these. I love that dude. Very positive. Yes. Very positive. I love the idea of so, of the positive Jim Cole, just in life in general. Yeah. I love the idea of being positive towards people in general about everything because you literally have no idea where those people are coming from. Right. And, like, especially in the gym, maybe that's why I have such anxiety about the gym, because I've seen so many people video people and mocking them in right. the gym. I'm like, hey, everybody Which those, to those people need to be torn the fuck down. But uh, there's some of these, and the, my favorite ones to see are they, they had, like, some girl who did this thing where she was like, uh, can I help you? Excuse me? And the guy was like, what? He was just happening to be behind him. Yeah. And she was like, um, I'm trying to work out, and, you know, I don't need you staring. He's like, I'm, nobody's staring at you. What are you talking about? Like, you can look past people, and just because your eyes landed on them does not mean you're staring at them or, or doing anything. But this guy happened to be you know, the manager on staff working there. Oh, no. And so he, she ended up getting booted out. And I was going to say, I think I saw that video because yeah, I watched some of his stuff. And she fucking deserved it. And got kicked out of the... Yeah. And she's like, I'm trying... And, and then they were like, ask her to leave, and she's like, I'm not going anywhere. And then and she was like, 
and then like 45 minutes later was kicked yeah. out. Yeah, and so it's, it's the people that are re- recording the work, which I've recorded my shit in the gym, I but don't I don't like- expect people to get out of my way to record something that I'm recording. People are going to walk past. Yeah, man. You can't and get look, mad man, at people for walking work past. Out. Just because you want to film yourself, like, sorry, but like, I'm not going out of my way to go around your filming. This no. is actually not for filming. This no. place is for working out. And they're so entitled. There was, there was this guy, girl, not couple. Not just the gym. I, I can't tell you how many oh, people everywhere. get yeah. mad. Like, you, they want the whole crowd to stop because they want to shoot. Yeah, not I'm like, sorry. It's a public gym. Go get your own private fucking I'm gym and talk to them afterwards. I've no, seen no, no, I get do it. it in like restaurants and stuff. Like, I get it. I'm trying to, I'm like, I don't give a shit what you're doing. Yeah. They, a, they had somebody who was, had the camera set up in the squat rack to video them across the way into like their bench or whatever. Somebody want to come use the squat rack. He's yeah, like, no, I'm, I'm using that. Get your shit off my squat rack, man. What are you doing? And, you know, the, the poor guy who's is not going to cause a scene at that point is just like, oh, you know, takes off. But, and, they, and these people will post this shit and be like, can you believe this? Can you believe this person walked into my shit or needed to use my... Fuck you, Yeah, the, thing, the feeling of entitlement now is... Yeah. There, it's there is such an extreme it's of it. Yeah, absolutely. Tangent. Well, tangent. I know. I told you it was going to be a tangent. That I was <laughs> yeah. The tangent comes around to my number one principle, don't be an asshole. That's uh. it. That's lifelong secret. I just handed you the hack to being a good human being. Don't and be an asshole. And the transition that into... That's also don't be an asshole to anybody. The... Health at every size is don't shame anybody at any size. Fuck no. There's yeah. no need Nobody for deserves it. your shame or your judgment. Everybody's and on their own fucking path. Casting shame on somebody, you're not helping that person at become all. a better person at all. No, and you're likely projecting back from your own insecurities when, you know, we all came from somewhere, that person included. Yes. And I don't want to say that you're projecting. I am. I, I already said it. You're projecting, you idiot. <laughs> Stop judging people. Well, I'll, I'll go with that last part. Stop <laughs> judging people. Yeah. Let them be who they are, and let's be positive to everybody so everybody can make positive choices and positive life changes. It all starts somewhere. Like, be the light for somebody. <gasps> That's beautiful, Be the light Victor. you want to see. Right. Oh, something Ooh, like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Shine the light that you would like to all right, not Mike, keep you up at night. It's that time. The we light. need the intro. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh. Stand, stand by. Okay. Oh. Stand by. Crippies, culinary concoction. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, here we are. It's me. <laughs> Welcome to my culinary concoctions. Um, so I wanted to talk about two things today, just because I've eaten them this week, and I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, they're both very similar in the way that you make them, but one is sweet and one is savory. So they're both breakfast items. Ooh, I love breakfast Ooh, items. You got my attention Thank now. Thank you. So, I will be eating these both together since one's sweet and one's savory. super easy and lazy because that's how I operate. Everyone's welcome. Um, <laughs> She's so double gunned us. That I, got the double I mentioned guns. it last week, but we didn't go into it because we got distracted by the creamies or something. I don't remember what we yeah, talked we talk about. about. But anyway, uh, so the protein oatmeal is something that I make a lot. And I use instant oatmeal because I'm lazy. Samesies. And I use the Carb Master milk for extra protein. Ooh, samesies. Uh-huh. And then I put egg whites in it. Oh, have not done that. Which sounds gross. I realize it sounds gross. You really do not see them. You don't see it or taste it. I'm very open-minded right now. Carry on. And then (laughs) (laughs) I microwave all that. And I do it in like 30 seconds intervals so that as the eggs cook, I'm like still continuing to mix We call those bursts. Little bursts. 30 30 30 second second bursts. bursts. So burst it. Probably like three or four times. <laughs> and then I, I, I saw him like an apple or a, a maple brown sugar cinnamon kind of gal. Like yeah. those apples and cinnamon, that Wait, kind of oatmeal. Other meal. Yeah, they, they do. What? Other do people they? eat other flavors. Oh, my God. Amateurs. <laughs> uh, so I have a Quest uh, cinnamon sugar cinnamon. Ah, it's supposed to be like cinnamon toast crunch, but they don't name it exactly. Yeah. Cinnamon like sued. Something like, no, that's close. A anyway. CTC knockoff. It's yes, right a CTC knockoff. 
It's called what? Cinnamon Swirl. What are you looking at? What are you oh. looking at? The True Nutrition? No, no, man. It's Quest. Oh, Quest. Uh, yeah, oh, Quest. my God, Cinnamon Victor. Crunch. Derailed. Cinnamon Toast. Yeah, Jesus. Get out of my <laughs> segment. <laughs> Jesus, Victor. So I put a scoop of that in there, and then I mixed it all up. And uh, you don't really have to add anything to it. Like, usually with oatmeal, I put, like, a little honey or something. But the, the cinnamon from, yeah. the, from the protein powder is really good. So uh, you just mix that all up, and then you eat it. And sometimes I add berries, which is good. Mm. Um, and that's good. And that hits that savory, or sorry, that sweet breakfast yeah. craving for me. And then sometimes I do the same very similar thing where I use instant grits, and I do milk, and I do egg whites, and... Um, cook it all up and i usually do i'll do like egg whites and then i also put like one egg in there so i'll basically make scrambled eggs yeah. sometimes i even microwave like i'll take a, an egg scramble it add egg whites to it and microwave that because i'm lazy to cook the egg and then put it into my grits i've never done that yeah you could and if you do that the shape of the bowl you can pull it out and put it right on a sandwich yeah. too yeah yeah easy peasy really uh-huh. yeah but um uh side note make sure you like oil your bowl with something. Oh, yeah. Because otherwise it's like hella fucking sticky. One hundo. Hundo sticky. Um, so, and then I use my Meal Boosters cheesy powder. So then it's like cheesy grits oh with my eggs. God. So All you right. get your protein from your milk, whatever. So in the in the sweet one, you get, you know, your protein powder that way. And the savory one, you get it out of your cheesy powder protein. And then you get the egg whites and the egg. So it egg comes out pretty good. are so versatile. We started buying Dude, for a real. case of egg whites from Sam's yep, Club. Us too. Yo, we put, I, I love the egg whites. I told you before how I do with the pork chops and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you don't, they don't add a lot of flavor they don't really to anything. They taste like anything. No. Right. So you can add them to a lot of things yep. in that way. That's awesome. Yeah. The yep. egg whites are super, super. You can cool. also, like, people use them a lot to, like, you whip them. You know, if you whip egg whites and they get all peaked. Oh, yeah. Frothy and, like, and stuff. Fluff, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fluffy. And then, like, people, idea. like, mix things into that. And that's how they make, like, cloud bread and things oh, like that's that. That's cool. But. What Cloud I do bread? for my kids, so yeah. it sounds magical. It sounds pretty magical. magical. I bought um, these silicone. They're, they're made for eggs for you to do hard-boiled I eggs. I have them. The silicone molds yes. that you boil them in. Uh-huh. Well, I started doing them with just egg whites because my kids don't eat the yolks. So I was doing eggs, and they don't eat the yolk. They just eat the egg whites what are they when doing they do with hard-boiled eggs. It's the like best that. part of the egg. And then I, I end like up eating like four yolks because they both had. Yeah, huh. so yeah. I don't do that. Well, the yolks on you, my friend. <laughs> now you're missing out <laughs> on the egg whites. Up top, bro. <laughs> Do you get it? Like yolk is yeah, kind of like the yeah, word yeah, joke. Got you. So, the, okay. Um, right. uh, thanks for explaining. But I do. I was calling them little yeah, egg white bombs, idea. and I was just doing little egg whites, and then they love it because they can just pop this, and it's about one egg each time, and they'll eat like two or three of those at a pop, and right. they really like those things. That's so. a great idea because I have those and I never use them. The, the, it's awesome because it's hard because the the yolk is super tasty. I agree. Oh, oh my that's god, the best yeah. part. But yeah. I, I didn't eat. Did you eat a yolk when you were a kid? Too? Yes. Yeah, no, man. I didn't. Hard-boiled I only, eggs. Yeah, I, I still love hard-boiled eggs. Me too. I, but I only crushed the white. I didn't eat the. I didn't like the yolk. The tech. I think it's a texture thing. Oh, it's so Probably. good. It's big in the texture of it. I could see that actually. But the kids, my kids love egg whites, hard-boiled eggs, egg whites, mm. and so it works great. They get what they want without the waste of the yolk. Clever. Right, and you're just popping yolks on the side. Yeah, egg whites. <laughs> yolk popping. What? Well, there's yolk not as much protein in. per fat in an egg yolk. Like that's the hardest part. There's like no protein in egg yolk. Yes, there is like two grams of protein. There's yolk. not two. Oh, here we go. It is. There is protein in it. I'm but sure it's nowhere is, near. But yeah, the nowhere near the of amount of the egg whites. The egg yeah. white. Yeah. Anyway, and so that is a very good. I have to try the oatmeal. Now I'm gonna have to try. You oat- don't make oatmeal. Pro oatmeal, baby. 
I'm not a huge oatmeal and Pritz. person. <laughs> yeah, just be. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a huge oatmeal person in general. Just be a little oatmeal person. Yeah, that's why I said I'll have to try it. I still, if I want something of that such, um, I do the protein Of cakes. that ilk. If you want something of that ilk. Is that a term? See, dumb. It's, a, it's real word, people. Yeah, wow. that's, ilk is right. a real word. Yeah. Ilk. Um, yeah, I like hear milk, you. I don't, I don't crave no. oatmeal all version the of time. Elk. But every once in a while, it's, it's <laughs> filling. I often cannot finish the proatmeal. Really? Yeah. I don't think I'd have that issue. Me neither. But no, yeah. is there me. any, have you ever eaten anything that you couldn't finish that you were just like, I am so done? I can't think of anything. It was that soggy cereal. That one was rough. That was rough. But I did finish it. Yeah. <laughs> but I did. Yeah. yeah. I was not happy. I, again, I would meter it out. It's a great idea to just watch a bowl of cereal disappear on time lapse, a huge, huge bowl. Yeah. But it definitely gets warm. It's gross. It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, you guys are welcome for all of that insight. Yeah. That guys, have. thank you so much again for listening to another episode of Finding My Fit at 40. If you try the recipe and try the prote meal, if you will, please uh, hit us up. Let us know uh, what your take on it is. Or if you do anything different with your oatmeal. With your prote meal. Your, your prote meal. Or your meal. prits. I was thinking prawn cakes, but then that just sounds like shrimp cakes. It does sound like shrimp <laughs> cakes, yeah. Prawn cakes. Oh, my gosh. Check us out on social <laughs> media. Hit us up. Send us a message. Join our group on Facebook. And uh, come chat with us. Love you guys. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Cake shrimp. Cake shrimp. No. Shrimp. Oh, <laughs>